This is Laura Lummer, the Breast Cancer Recovery Coach. I'm a healthy lifestyle coach, a clinical Ayurveda specialist, a personal trainer, and I'm also a breast cancer survivor. In this podcast, we talk about healthy thinking and mindfulness practices, eating well, moving your body for health and longevity, and we'll also hear from other breast cancer survivors who have re-engaged with life and have incredible stories to share. This podcast is your go-to resource for getting back to life after breast cancer. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Breast Cancer Recovery Coach Podcast. I am your host, Laura Lummer. I'm so happy to be here with you today. God, we're gonna, I've got a great topic today. It's just amazing. I know I've said this before, but it's just amazing to me when, you know, something just keeps coming up over and over, the same issue over and over. And I see it in so many people and I think, ah, this needs to be talked about. And today is one of those things. So I want to start off with reminding you that the enrollment for the Better Than Before Breast Cancer Life Coaching Membership is open. You can join now and you can find all the details for that at thebreastcancerrecoverycoach.com forward slash life coaching. It is our very special membership. We have live coaching calls, workshops, Zoom meetings uh, six times throughout the month. We have special challenges and everything you could ever imagine to support you in reestablishing, recreating a life that's even better than before breast cancer by learning to manage the way you think about things by learning that we don't have to go through life bing-bonging off the circumstances of life. And we have so much more power over our lives than we often think we do. Over our lives, over our thoughts, over our emotions. And that's actually what this podcast is about today. There are so many times where we give up our power. And we don't even realize we're doing that. When it comes to cancer, actually it can be any kind of diseases, any kind of physical ailments, any kind of physical challenges that we deal with. It's very easy for us to slip into allowing that disease, that illness, that physical challenge to have power over our lives. We actually give away our power to it. And I'm going to share a couple of stories with you that just have made this stand out to me so much more over the past couple of weeks. These are a couple of stories that personally happened in my life with people that are in my family. And because of them, I have seen this even more, I'm more aware of it. It's like when you buy a red car and suddenly every car is red, right? When something like this comes up and it's powerful to me in my personal situation, And then I just see it even more in my coaching. And I think, oh my gosh, we're creating so much suffering. I think there's a beautiful thing about becoming a life coach, about studying life coaching, about studying thought work, is that you learn to replace judgment with curiosity, right? A lot of times before you'd see someone doing something, thinking something, acting a certain way, you think, why does that person do that to themselves? Like, what the heck is going on there? Whereas now, when I see these thought patterns, I'm so curious and so fascinated because our human brains are fascinating, and yet 
we just don't have this resource or a lot of resources out there that teach us that we don't have to go along with all of the stuff our brain offers up that doesn't give us the results we want in our life. We don't have to listen to our brain. We can say, yeah, thanks for that thought brain, but that's not going to work for me today. And it's such an important thing to learn. So personally, a couple of stories. One was someone in my family and she was going to take a trip and she was just having a lot, I mean, a lot of very severe apprehension about this trip, anxiety, very upset about it actually. And as I talked to her, one of the things she said is, what if I'm there and I get a UTI? Because two years ago, I had that problem getting UTIs and it was miserable. And I said, well, and you haven't had one in how long? Oh, it's been almost two years since I've had one. And I said, so, well, then why are you, why is your brain going there? Like, why, what's happening with that thought of, I, if I go on this vacation, I might get a UTI and that would ruin it. I mean, seriously, if I go on this vacation, I get hit by a bus, it might ruin it, right? But the brain goes to, I had this problem. If this problem comes up again and I'm not at home, what will it look like? And then a tremendous amount of fear and suffering followed. Another story, someone that I know was talking to me and this person recently had cancer and had some pet scans coming up and you know how anxiety goes, right? And we were talking about taking a trip and this person said to me, I can't make any plans until after I have the scans. Now the scans were about six or eight weeks off at this point. And this person hasn't had cancer in some time. And she says, I can't make any plans until after the PET scan. Well, why not? Well, because if, the, or the CT scan, if the CT scan shows something, then who knows, I might have to change everything or need treatment again. I offer that to you to listen to. Because when it comes to our power and our control over life, we think we want to control circumstances. You know, we wish we could control the circumstances of whether or not we have cancer, of whether or not my kids got A, B, C's, or D's, of whether or not my husband leaves wet towels on the floor. We want to control these circumstances, and we can't. So then we tell ourselves we're helpless. But where we really give away our power is in the way we think. When we think, I will not make a decision in my life to do something that's probably going to be enjoyable because something else might happen and then things will be bad. When we do that, girl, we are giving away our power, but we are also giving up our life. We're not living we are choosing in that moment to say, I'm giving up my power over living my life because some other circumstance may or may not come up in the future and then it will change things. Well, I can promise you that circumstances will come up in the future that will change things. It will happen all the time. It will happen in life. It will always happen. And if you allow yourself to not live your life, to not do the things you want to do, to not enjoy the things you want to enjoy because you're letting your brain go off with these 
wild thoughts of this might happen, random thoughts, I should say, not wild, because there's some basis for them, right? But they, it goes off with these random thoughts, but then you get to choose to believe that or not. You get to choose to go with that story or not. Now, if that story is super powerful for you, so in the situation with um, someone who thought she might get a UTI, if that's really powerful, then you can ask yourself, gosh, what would I have to do to feel safe? If I make this choice to go on this vacation and I should get a UTI, what would I have to do to feel safe? Should I talk to my doctor ahead of time? Can I get something prophylactic? Can I check into medical resources where I'm going? Would that help me feel safe in case something came up? When it comes to the story about the CT scan, can I make plans and enjoy my life and say, yes, I have a CT scan coming up several weeks from now? One, why go with the thought, I can't do anything because something bad might come from the CT scan and then I'm going to have to go into cancer treatment? One, why choose that thought rather than I have a CT scan so I have to be home for that scan, but of course everything's going to be fine, so let's go to Hawaii, right? Even to say, I'm going to put my life on hold till I get a result for something that's in the future. Whereas we could say, wow, I'm going to do all this stuff, but I have to be home on that day for that scan. And then if something should go wrong in that scan, I'll figure it out from there because you know what? You can cancel plans. But you can't get back time that you just didn't engage in because you made a decision to wait to see if an external circumstance would control your life. And for me, when I see that, oh, I just want to hug them. I want to take them and say, please make the plans. Make the plans, make the decision and go all in. Make the decision and say, I'm going to do this. I'm going to love this. Oh, you know what? A thought came up. I'm a little afraid this might happen. So let me plan for it. Okay, plan for it. Got it. I'm in. Because that in itself, that being in life, that making the decisions to do what you want to do, to run the marathon, to go out to dinner, to take the vacation, to see the people, that in itself creates this chemical cascade of happiness that supports your health and your healing. That getting out and the being active in your life, being engaged in your life, interacting with the people that you love in this way that feels safe and comfortable for you is something supporting your healing. Even when we're in treatment, like I'm in treatment for cancer right now. I'm not on IV chemo, thank God, but I'm in treatment for cancer. I have a compromised immune system and I, and I have cancer throughout my spine and hips and pelvis and a lot of places. And so do I have some concerns? Yeah. When people ask me to go places where there might be really big crowds, mm, I really have to think about that because I have to think in the situation and the way that it is set up, is there potential for me getting knocked around? Accidentally, you know, like nothing violent, not some kind of a riot, but just in a crowd. Because if that's the case, then that's probably something I don't, I'm not willing to accept the consequences. I'm not willing to get knocked around for an outdoor concert, you know, and, and hurt my back. Not willing to do that because I love being active. I'm not willing to have any kind of impact, right? Because I know impact could really harm my spine at this time. So when I was in Costa Rica, a friend of ours said, hey, would you like to go surfing with me? And I said, 
as much as I would love to, I will not go surfing because I know from having surfed before that the impact getting churned in a wave and where all the rocks are in Costa Rica could potentially end up with some impact on my spine and I'm not willing to take that risk. But I'm still willing to go to Costa Rica. I'm just not going to do the things that are going to hurt me, right? So it's so important that as we're going through our life and we're making decisions to do or not do, that we stop and ask ourselves, what am I making this decision on? Am I taking power over my life or am I just waiting for some external circumstance to decide which way my life is going to go, to change my life for the better or the worse, to just decide for me what my life will look like and I'll just wait here for it until it happens. And then it might not happen and I can say, okay, now I can start living again. So we turn on and off our life and say it's something else that's doing it. And it's just not true. And I'm so passionate about that because, you know, people say time is money. But to me, time is so much more valuable than money because I can make more money. I can manage money. I can get money back, but I can't get time back and I can't make more time. It's so important to realize that it is our thoughts that take us in or out of our life. I think I've shared this before on a podcast where I've said, you know, for the first year and a half in 2011, 2012, when I was going through IV chemo, and I've heard this from so many other survivors say, oh yeah, cancer took that part of my life. But that just isn't true because we were alive. We are alive. And we may not be able to participate in life as fully as we want because we're keeping ourselves safe during treatments or while managing disease. But to say, I'll let this disease dictate what happens in my life is completely stripping yourself of the power to be you, of the power to enjoy life. And it is just giving up your life to cancer before you have to. So what do you do? How do you know when you're in this position? And how do you get yourself out of it? You know, I think that a lot of times language can be a big buzz for us, right? Noticing specific words, noticing specific things, noticing that you just heard yourself say, I'll have to wait till this happens. After this happens, I'll have time to engage. After this I'll be able to do that. And to look at that and ask yourself, mm, is that really true? Is it really true that I have to wait for something external to happen before I can do something else? Maybe it is. Maybe it is true. Looking at your thoughts. But I think I want to offer that a lot of times it isn't. So when it isn't true, what's behind that thought? Sometimes in coaching sessions where I've had that around similar topics to this, it's that I don't want to let someone else down. I don't want to be disappointed. I'm just so afraid I don't know what to do. And so it's so important to look at those thoughts. When you hear yourself saying, I have to wait, I can't now, and ask what is the truth behind that and what are thoughts that feel very real to you but are just thoughts that are creating fear, that are creating apprehension, and that you can choose differently so that you can step back into your life and engage it. You know, getting thoughts out of your head 
and really asking yourself that question, is what I said true? Let me look at this. Could I change something about this? And then sometimes you might see, you know, I could change something about this, but actually right now I don't want to. And that is also different right? Saying, I don't want to make a decision. I don't want to participate in these things until a certain time. And here are my reasons. And I like my reasons. Even that is better than saying, I can't do things until after that thing happens. And then I'll see if I can live my life. Because at least then you're owning your choice. You're owning your decision. You're owning your power. And you know, I'm deciding this. You know, I even have these conversations with people because so many women struggle with the anger and the resentment for the damage done to their body during cancer treatments. And I think that something so important that helps to shift that feeling of guilt is to know that we all made those decisions, right? People say, I didn't have a choice, but we always have a choice. Sometimes we have sucky choices, two sucky choices, like choosing between chemotherapy and death, sucky choice. But if we know, you know what, I weighed out my decisions and I decided that choosing chemotherapy was the thing I felt safest with, you still bring back your power. You get to say, I'm the one that chose. I had a serious disease diagnosis. I made a choice. I'm empowered. I'm no longer a victim. No one gets to take that decision-making power away from me. And that is a step I decided to take in my life. So when it comes to taking power over our life, it has nothing to do with external circumstances and everything to do with us owning our decisions, looking our decisions and knowing we have the power to choose at all times. And I'm telling you, that's a life-changing thing. It's so empowering and so amazing. I would love to hear from you on this. So, you know, come to my Facebook page and post some thoughts on that or ask questions. And actually in the month of April, which is a huge celebration month for me, it'll be a year that I opened the Better Than Before Breast Cancer Life Coaching Membership. And we're going to spend that whole month looking at decisions and the power we have to make decisions and to review decisions and to decide again because knowing that and working through that it just gives you so much power of your life we say I like to be in control oftentimes when people say that oh I I just like to be in control that means we like to make other people do things we want them to do but making decisions and taking back your power that is where you have control over your life Because you decide how you want to think, you decide how you want to feel, and you decide the result that's going to create in your life. So I hope you join me next month. You can find all the details at thebreastcancerrecoverycoach.com forward slash life coaching. And I'd love to hear your thoughts and your questions on making decisions and taking back power in your life. All right. I will talk to you again next week. And until then, be good to yourself. Expect others to be good to you as well. You've put your courage to the test Laid all your doubts to rest Your mind is clearer than before Your heart is full and wanting more Your future's at the door Give it all you got